0: Welcome to Movie Butts, I'm Arnie Joe. I am I am Dane. You certainly are. This is a podcast where we do a bunch of math to determine the best and worst of a certain topic. That math generally is, you know, the Rotten Tomatoes, the IMDb, the Metacritic, the box office, and the budget. Um, the topics range from things like franchises, film directors. I, I said actors, but apparently we haven't done actors yet distribution centers i want to find a weird one to do that's my Mm. my goal for next time i pick is find the weirdest topic possible um but yeah then basically uh statistically it shows that one is the best and one is the worst um because i'm a cheater and i like to break the rules i picked a subject that only has two films what subject was that dane uh
1: jordan peele jordan peele yeah
0: yeah, so uh, the two films that he's made are Get Out and Us. Um, and his first film was almost unanimously the winner. That doesn't necessarily mean Us is a bad film, but across the board, uh, Get Out did really well at the box office compared to its $4.5 million budget. It made $255 million got nominated for best picture critics like it audiences like it it's all around a quite respected movie um you know it's not like a it's i think it's a bizarre film to get nominated for best picture but um it made me happy that it did i like to see representation of horror movies um genre films you know usually they're like ladybird or shit like that you know what i mean Mm -hmm. um so yeah do, do you mind uh Telling
1: us a bit about Get Out, Dane? Um, so Get Out <clears throat> starts off with this um this guy going to his girlfriend's house. They've been together for like four or five months. And um he's a black dude that's very important for the to know. Um, and she's white, and her family are like like wasps. And he goes to their to visit her parents um, and then it's just weird and creepy anyway and then they find out that um, that they kidnap um, young athletic black people so that these waspy people can like um, put their brains their consciousness inside their bodies the people they kidnapped so that they can live longer and as like a fit athletic cool black person right
0: yeah that's that's pretty much it um i'm gonna i'm gonna i'm gonna swing out of the gates with the hard question here what do you find this film is about
1: you mean like the theme right at the center?
0: Yeah. Like what do you think what do you think this film is about?
1: I think it's about that I think he's saying white liberal acceptance comes with possessiveness.
0: Please pontificate on that.
1: Um well, you know how there's like now this sort of like creepy in America I'm talking you know it's a bit hard to talk about these things when we're Australian but it's just things that you know you have to notice by kind of living in a global society now and American culture is so dominant um but there's like this creepy white liberal like l- love for black culture um yep. I think it's, I think it, and I, and I think it's mainly about that, like a, a criticism of that. Um, maybe you could also go into, um, like how black people in America, um, there's no, there's no real, um, on the nose racism in the mainstream media anymore but there is like a like a like a, a a subtextual one i mean like how black people are celebrated for their art and their athleticism but 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 nothing else mm. and the the main character in this story is a talented photographer and he's also um a fit muscular guy which I think would have been very specific casting that the guy has to be in, in great shape because that's what the, these, um, the villains what they're targeting. Yeah. Yeah. You know, that's, that's what they want. So I think it's, I think it's something to do with that, but it's also, <laughs> I just kept, I kept watching this and, and, and thinking about, um, Black Panther being nominated for best picture. <laughs> I was like, this is Black Panther being nominated for best picture. In that it's it's like white liberal elites being like, you know, like a possessive creepy in love with, with black culture.
0: I think there's a bit of a jewel that there's like a weird coin effect when it comes to racism. Like there's two sides to it. And and, uh, there's a film that has a really great scene in it. And I can't for the life of me remember the film. Where there's a where there's a, a African American security guard, and he's blowing smoke into the face of people as they're entering the airport, and he's like, no mm. one does anything. He's like, no one does anything. he's like, no one does anything, and that's racist. It's anti-racism. It, <laughs> it's 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 like anti-racism, and I think this movie is lampooning the like anti-racism, if that makes sense, like this weird yeah, yeah pedestal sort of thing these people that you know that will that will get mad at you and claim no I voted for Obama but you mm-hmm. know like those kind of people
1: yeah there's there's also yeah there's a lot of that um at the start i found um actually the first half hour harder to watch than the rest of it because of um you know it seems like uh, like the dad saying like, "Ain't no thang," and my man and or something. Shit, yeah, my man, and then saying like, "Hey, I would have voted for Obama a third time. He's 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 the best." Um, and I think yeah, I think it's I I think it's a really about that and how how creepy yeah that shit is about like elite white liberals. Desperately wanting to be cool to get in. Yeah, be cool, be in on that culture. Like, hey, the Oscars are cool. We like Black Panther. Yo, Moonlight won. You know, hey, we we voted for get-I mean, um, it's kind of funny. The reason I didn't see this film, um, by the way, I loved it. I think it's fantastic, and I was surprised because I saw all the rave reviews and most critics are privileged white liberals. Yeah. And so I was like... Thinking, Did they not get the joke? Yeah. <laughs> no, I yeah, I was thinking, oh, it's probably okay, but privileged white liberals are in love with black people at the moment, so they're just going to give it rave reviews and it's probably just okay.
0: So the mentality in the film is what you thought was the reason why it got nominated. Yes. That's hilarious. <laughs>
1: I mean, not that it doesn't deserve it, but you know my opinion on the Oscars, and I think it's fucking stupid I bullshit. think this
0: deserved it, to be honest. I really like this film.
1: The Oscars should be burnt to the ground. They shouldn't exist. Nobody deserves an Oscar. Nobody. None of that shit. It's stupid. Yeah. But this is a fucking good movie. But I don't. But the Oscars do not nominate movies for being good. They they nominate films for because them to be they good. because they want them to be. They're like, you know, I you know, I'm I'm getting a bit on my paranoid shit here. I sound a bit like um, his friend in the movie maybe. Yeah, <laughs> it's like they do like every fucking Oscar nomination is not about. You did a bloody good job. That was a good film. Here you go. It's saying, yes, you are welcome to the club. And that's why I think Get Out being nominated for Best Picture is an extension of the horror in this film. There's a
0: weird... So, you're saying there's a weird irony to it being nominated for Best Picture?
1: Yeah. Yeah, I think so.
0: I agree. Like, I I think, like, a lot of the time these sort of subversive horror movies... um, and genre films do get ignored by the Academy. So I do find that the, it's just so ironic that the themes are lampooning this weird white, like, I don't want to call it white guilt, but this weird white mentality of wanting to be cool and wanting to be in the club. Mm -hmm. That is the reason they nominate a movie. That's basically saying that this is stupid. Those people suck. They're hypocrites and they're racist. Yeah. It's pretty it's pretty like uh pretty pretty funny, but at the end of the day, I like that it got some recognition. Even if you might argue that it was for the wrong reasons. <laughs> it it's for me, it's a it's a win simply because um it's smuggling. Like this film smuggles its themes through, and there you go, you have a movie that. Doesn't sh- that shouldn't fit the mold, mm. being accepted, mm. and I like that.
1: Yeah, I find it creepy.
0: You find it creepy. Yeah, I find um, it. I find
1: so- it. I find it like the the dad calling him homeboy in the movie. And and and, and all the yeah, and all the white yeah. people gathering around at the party, being like, "Hey, hey, wow!"
0: But that's why it's hilarious what this mentality has resulted in a movie where Jordan funny. Peele's giving the finger to those people mm-hmm. as they're clapping. Mm-hmm. He's giving them the finger and they're going, yes, thank you, more. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. That's a win.
1: I mean, I just think they're fucking... They're, they're sick. We No, of course people. they are. And it, cre- and it this, creeps me out. And,
0: and this... And this getting nominated for best picture is shitting in their sandwich.
1: Yeah, but you because know what? It's good. But you know what? It's funny to shit on a on an asshole's sandwich, but then when you just watch them eat it up and they love it, it's a bit. Oh, joke's gone for me. It's a bit creepy.
0: Right. I. I guess. I guess we're gonna. We're going to have to agree to disagree here. So you, you said you liked this film. Um, mm. what, what about it worked for you?
1: I think um, I think everything works. Um, well, not everything, but I give, you know, the 10 out of 10 directing, 10 out of 10 performances, uh, cinematography is fantastic. Uh, the, the pacing of it is excellent. Uh, the effects are great. The writing is spot on. Uh, all that shit is pitch perfect.
0: It's like it's also a good example of how less is more. You know, like this movie was made for four point five million dollars. Mm. And apart from say a couple of the special effects sequences where he's hypnotized, this movie is pretty simple mm. but well made. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And like it's a testament to to his to his ability as a filmmaker to be able to do that, you know, where you see movies made for like triple the budget, quadruple the budget that just look
1: and feel stale. Yeah. It's fucking amateur hour. I mean, it's surprising to, I mean, I know he's been, he's been in the industry for so long and has uh, so much experience, um, doing their show and other, other stuff. Um, but still for a, a debut, directorial uh directorial debut this is incredibly impressive this is this looks the like a most successful
0: pro. what was that sorry
1: this is like it's made by a like a fucking veteran
0: yeah i and i guess you, you're probably right and i didn't think about it you're you're you essentially saying that he's been in the industry and working on this stuff for years would have helped with it you know mm. um like look at what was it uh David Fincher, um, was shooting music videos and commercials for like years before he made a film. Mm. And then, you know, that clearly helped him become, look so amazing by his second movie, you know? Yeah. Um, what did you think of the balance of humor and horror? Um,
1: sometimes it was a little bit jarring, but, um... I think it. I think it works. Right. It's only just a. Sometimes it just sort of threw me off. How so? I mean, when, when? What um, parts threw you off? So you know when his friend goes to the police station, there's quite a long scene. I mean, and that's a point in the film where things have really kicked off with the main character. What's his name again?
0: The main character. Yeah, um, I think it's Chris.
1: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah it's Chris. Um, yeah, so Chris is in the um, the uh, like the waiting room, getting ready to do the operation and things have really kicked off. The exactly what they're doing has now been properly spelled out. and then we follow his friend for quite a long time where he's like at the police station and that's mostly just a humorous sequence. And maybe that works in a sense of providing some brevity. But for me, like my tension level was getting to a point that I wanted, I wanted to keep going back to Chris and be like, no, 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 no. What the the fuck's going to happen with him? But instead like I'm watching this like funny sequence you know with, can, with him talking to the cops
0: i can i've read a bunch of review like user reviews to find the ones that we read later and it's funny a lot of the criticisms that i that i read were from that sequence specifically mm. um i personally don't have an issue with it um i i like that it's that it kind of takes this kind of break and reminds the audience how kind of absurd it is at the same time yeah. And that people are and 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 I don't I don't know about you but it is a, it is a comedy response and it is a bit over the top but not too over the top. Like if me and you were talking about this sort of stuff, I'm sure me and you would be making some really stupid references and stupid analogies like he does. So for me it didn't feel too unrealistic. If anything it helped me it helped ground it in the real world, if anything. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I didn't I, I, I thought the balance is kind of what makes this movie somewhat unique.
1: I think the balance is is mostly on point. And then even for that sequence, it didn't ruin it for me. It didn't come anywhere near breaking it for me. Um it just kind of, you know, pinged in my brain as I was watching it that I was like, I would really prefer if you would just were you laughing? Yeah. Get on. No.
0: So you didn't find it funny? No.
1: I recognize it as funny, but at that point I was feeling such tension for Chris and I wanted to remain in that tense situation because I was on the edge of my seat. And now we're just going to like kick back and do a, like a fucking sketch like oh okay I would like it if if we weren't around here for so long but it didn't fucking ruin it for me and I don't know what you could do differently because it does feel necessary and it is funny but it just it broke that tension for me but I was and I was happy to remain in that I felt like it was it was you know things were things were moving along at a really good pace, and then sure. it just that took took the tension of Chris's situation, put in like it, and and brought it to a fucking full stop, and then by the time we cut back to Chris, I then had to kind of start all over again because I just had this alleviation from that comedy stuff
0: I have a question mm. I have a question for you. Now I was as as we're talking about it, I'm thinking about what could be changed to make it more palatable. For me, I don't have a problem because I don't know. I I don't know. I, I found those scenes funny. You
1: mean palatable um, for me? And, and I,
0: well, no. For a lot of people, like I said, a lot of people didn't um, didn't like that how long that sequence was. That's a common criticism that I've seen mm-hmm. um, for this film. From users, not or not not critics, uh users, because they they critics tend to avoid that sort of stuff. I've noticed. Um, they don't tend to name specific things. They always talk in broad stroke bullshit wank terms. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. But whereas I read a view going, "What the fuck? It's just like fucking horror movie, and then it's like fucking with his friend and fucking there." Mm-hmm. Like that's. You know, I'm not saying that's what you're saying, but that's what I've read other people saying. Do you think if they cut if if it, if it cut out the sequence in which he goes to the police station? Would it have been easier to digest?
1: No, no, no. I think that, I think it's, a, I think it's fine. It's a fine scene and it actually does belong there. I just think it goes on for too long. I would, um, you know, maybe, um, cause at first he's sitting down and he's talking to the, the female officer and he's yeah. running through the story and it, kind of even feels a bit like improv and then she kind of yeah. maybe believes him and then doesn't, but then maybe she kind of does and then doesn't. Oh, but then maybe she does. And then suddenly those two cops are in there. I think he could just cut out like 15, 20 seconds of the beginning of that scene. Sure. And For sure that that would, that would, that would be fine to me. It just kind of, dragged a little bit, but it's a testament to the film that that's the only time I ever noticed anything like that happening.
0: Um, I can, I can say, um, from, I've seen this a couple of times now. Um, there are a few sequences in which, uh, there's double meaning to certain things. And you might actually, if you watch this again, you actually will start to notice more and more about it. Mm. Um, my favorite reassessment, uh, this time was, um, when they're walking into the kitchen, the father says, "Oh, we like to keep a piece of our grandmother in here at all times," Mm -hmm. and as we're going into the kitchen, it's revealed that the maid is in the kitchen. Yeah, and the maid is the grandmother. (laughs) Um, Yeah, I definitely there's a lot of like little. Yeah, there's a lot of little clues um, sprinkled throughout it for things that are revealed later that, like, get me hard when I hear them. You know, like, I'm like, oh, oh, I love filmmaking. It's so good, mm-hmm. you know? It's so well written.
1: Uh, yeah, it, it is it is heaps well written. How long did it take you to figure out what was going on? Because my other criticism would be that I felt like it got when when the dude who's going to do the operation with him basically just explains what's happening i appreciated how creative that exposition was and he made it seem like it was necessary for it to happen but i already knew what was going on by then and that was a little bit boring to me I'm like you don't have to explain it i get it
0: so which which part of the explanation was boring to you
1: when the when the dude
0: because because he is watching a TV yeah, when, and there's a few segments on the TV No when
1: Milton is on the TV telling him exactly what's going on Yeah that I was like this okay, is Okay so when he's like
0: I want your eyes and yeah, whatever Yeah that's
1: unnecessary that was unnecessary I thought
0: I I I get it and and I can I can maybe say to you that maybe it wasn't incredibly obvious to everyone. Mm. So a scene like that may have been helpful for some audience members. I was literally going to say, um, one, the the main criticism I have, um, this time watching it was the first time I wasn't super sure what was happening. Like I didn't know if, like I wasn't a hundred percent, you know, I was seeing it in the cinema. I was in um uh blockbuster. I call it blockbuster mode. It's where I kind of like just relax completely and just let a movie, you know, take me over. And because it's good, I kind of just went along for the ride the first time. But this viewing, I found it far more obvious. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? So like for me, I thought maybe... It could have been a little more subtle with it. Mm. Um, but then that plays into what that you're saying almost the opposite. And you're saying that don't let it be subtle. Let it be what it is. But it doesn't need that kind of extra reveal.
1: Yeah, because I thought... Um, you know when, he, when he's first in that room with the TV? Yeah. And they play a video. And that, that guy, I felt that was the exposition to basically tell the audience okay you've you've you may have been confused up to this point here's what's going on i thought that that was a creative way to basically explain the premise and i i thought uh okay I don't know if that was necessary, but that was a really clever way to do exposition and make sure that everyone knows exactly what's going on so I don't have a problem with it. Sure. But then he It had... was
0: something that's hard to do, but it was done at least somewhat interestingly. Yeah,
1: but then he had the, the added bit of Milton then doubly explaining it to make sure everybody absolutely understands the dumbest person in the room isn't even confused. And that's when I was like... I didn't... You, I didn't need that. That was... That was where yeah. I was like... This
0: I, I get it too. I, I get it. I get it. Um, I can say... I, I'll i agree it was unnecessary. But I still think it was done with as much taste as it possibly could have. Yeah,
1: it's done as... Done. Like to me, it didn't ruin it. Yeah. He he does a good job of explaining why he's doing that and providing an, like a narrative reason for it. So... No, i applaud it but for me it just it was too much but it's it but it's but it's done
0: well if if you had to make a scene and you didn't want that scene in your movie but you had to have it hypothetically if that was the result mm. i think it's a success
1: mm. no no yeah it's um it's done yeah. a clever job dropping the exposition exposition's necessary it's just about whether um, you're clever about it. And he was clever about it. I just didn't think it was that necessary. But, it, you know, I guess you, you, maybe you need it. You need everyone to be, you know, absolutely certain what's going on. That's not me saying I'm smart, like, oh, I figured it out. But I thought it was... I just, no. I just thought it was pretty obvious at, at that point. And it, was, and it was unnecessary. I think
0: the main... I think the main difference for me this time that made it far more obvious. Well, a have already fucking seen the movie, so I know what fucking happens. Mm. Right. To the opening scene with, um, that really cool actor. What's his name? Lakeith. Um, the guy that he notices that's been changed. Yeah. Um, he becomes Lloyd or whatever, uh, or Logan. I can't remember, but the, the, the guy that's abducted at the beginning and then you see him later. Yeah. um, when I first saw the movie, I didn't notice that they were the same person. Right. Um simply because I don't know, just because I was enjoying the movie, I wasn't really paying attention well, to at faces the faces of the
1: film. It's it's quite dark and he has a beard at the beginning.
0: Yeah, so I didn't notice the first time. So I think now that I did notice this time mm. it was far more obvious.
1: Yeah. You know? No, I didn't I didn't notice that um until at the end when he gets in the the um the brother's car and he's got the helmet. I was like, "Oh, that dude was the guy from the beginning." Okay. Cool. Got it. But I noticed I figured that that was probably what was happening. I first suspected yep. it when <clears throat> the um the female servant is checking herself out in the mirror and then yep. and then and then when he goes and talks to um the dude who's chopping the wood and he starts speaking like a wasp i was like oh yeah. wait <laughs> is this what's going on um and so then it's just a matter of like confirming that and then you have the exposition drop of that cool little video that plays that's that's really creepy. Um, and then by the time Milton is basically explaining it to the audience's face, I'm like, yes, I know.
0: Who's, like, why are you calling him Milton? Is the character called Milton?
1: No, it's the guy who plays Milton in Office Space.
0: Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> and I don't remember the character's <laughs> name
1: or the actor's name. He's just Milton to me. When he, when he, when he first goes okay. out to that back area and he's sitting there, I was like, Milton, <laughs> I'm not even actually, Fair. now um, I'm not even you... sure if that guy's name is Milton. It's Milton, isn't it? Or is it Melvin? I'm pretty I don't sure know. it's Milton. I don't know.
0: Anyway. I don't know. Recommend Mike Judge and we'll see. <laughs> um, so, uh, did you, from the beginning, or... Like, did you catch on that the girlfriend, uh, Rose, was in on it?
1: Um, I was... I was just wondering if she was. And I was desperately hoping that she wasn't. And then when it's revealed but that But you she... weren't... I wasn't sure Sorry, until... Continue? I wasn't sure until it was properly revealed. Like, as...
0: And you agree that that's that's good, right?
1: Yeah, 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 definitely. And that's... That was that was horrific i was like fuck that is like this is the best horror movie i've seen in so fucking long because i was genuinely scared watching it and that's yeah like because there is some as things get creepier um there is some alleviation that this woman is on his side and yeah and then once it's like full no she's in on it this has been a full trap oh that was fucking shit sent shivers down my spine
0: the the two bits that fucked me up in the cinema was the moment he walks up the stairs and they all stop and look up Mm -hmm. that freaked me out like a lot that was just incredibly unsettling and the moment where he's trying to get out but can't Mm -hmm. and she you know reveals that she's in on it that to me was like heart-wrenching because it's like where can he go like that guy's blocking the door this is this is awful this is the worst thing that could possibly be fucking happening right now Mm -hmm. um have you did you okay so are you a fan of being john malkovich yeah did you notice any similarities between this and being john malkovich uh
1: well yeah the being um like the at the end when he's trapped like he's just a he's just a consciousness trapped inside a body he has no control over. I mean, besides that,
0: it's it's funny because I I read about it and a lot of people see a lot of similarities. the The mother is actually the lead actress in being John Malkovich, mm. Catherine Keener. Mm-hmm. Um, so people ask Jordan Peele if if it was in the same universe as being John Malkovich, and he goes, you know what?
1: sure yeah (laughs) i'd say yeah because it's just you answer that question it's like fuck it why not
0: but after watching it again i could see even like the tv with the weird video explaining what's happening Mm. it gave me john malkovich vibes
1: do you think he was partly influenced by it
0: i think so Like, Mm, I don't think, I don't, I don't think that, I think they're smart enough to have realized that, especially if you cast Catherine Keener. Mm. Surely
1: he's, surely he's seen it and likes it.
0: Sure. And, and like, you know, people, like I've read people are speculating that this is like an, an advancement of that technology or, do you know what I mean? Like that, that that finding and stuff. And
1: yeah, you know what, man, I do not fucking go anywhere near those parts of the internet. No, I do, (laughs) (laughs) but
0: it's like a fun, funny little thing. Like for me to think, you know, Oh, you know, this is a spiritual sequel to being John Malkovich,
1: the Malkovich extended universe. If
0: there's ever going to be a movie that could possibly be that i'm happy it's this
1: that's the real mcu the malkovich cinematic universe <laughs> Mentor, yeah i just wanted to quickly ask you a question um joe what did you think of the score
0: oh me okay so i really like the score really it gave me re- it gave me Old school seventies horror movie vibes. Okay.
1: Yeah. There's I, fucking
0: pan flutes in there and shit. Mm. I dug it.
1: I thought it was um I thought it was a bit cliche for such an original premise.
0: Interesting. Okay. Mm. How so?
1: I mean, I don't know. I you know, I don't have any suggestions for what what they could do differently. Um, and I'm sure he had his reasons for using it, but it just kind of felt like, um. Like. You, it it kind of just felt like the score was was taken from the same shit. Like Bloomhouse just has a fucking um, a, a a fucking uh, the, the data drive. What do you call them? What do you what do you kids call them? Fucking you know <laughs> you know a
0: stock library, a
1: hard drive. Yeah, he's just got like his horror horror music stock library that he gives everyone. It's like, hey, you can use this for free. I got all these horror movie sounds on there this this can okay. be a score and he's just kind of thrown that in there
0: when it came to the theme and the music i really liked it hmm. but there were moments that relied heavily on the cliche string yeah Whee! that's you know, more like the, that? that's
1: more the stuff i'm talking about Yeah, that's more sound design. just being bashed around when when something creepy happens
0: yeah i don't like that sort of stuff Um, that's, that's almost such an audio cliche. I would call it sound design rather than score, if that makes sense. But for me, the score I thought was quite haunting and I really liked it. Do you mind, uh, giving us a read of the reviews?
1: Okay. So this is a 10 out of 10 review by Green Memo. A deliciously wry slice of cinematic paranoia served with a side of cathartic humour. 2017 I was totally blown away by Get Out. This is one of the best turns by an actor behind the camera I have ever seen, Jordan Peel. Probably the timely social commentary is going to loom heavily when discussing the film. However, this shouldn't conceal the fact that this is a masterclass cinematic work that has been thought out to the very last detail. It knows what it wants to say and how to say it, balancing wildly contrasting tones and defeating potential cliches with stylistic bravura. Fuck is that word? Bravura. Bravaro. Bravaro. Yeah. It Just
0: means like, it whatever. means like, uh, grandiose. Like like it's very successful in doing something interesting.
1: Yeah, sounds like one of those cunts who live on that. It's a wank word or whatever yeah. that house was in the. <laughs> of course, everything stems from a rock-solid script, where the plot points are cunningly engineered and then fleshed out in a disciplined and take-no-prisoners kind of way. There is much to admire and enjoy here, including some surreal imagery that is as stunning as it is disturbing, always serving a purpose within the narrative. There are also brilliant soundtrack choices, and you get subtle nods at the masters that came before, Kubrick and Wes Craven specially. The plot involves one of those frequently visited fish-out-of-the-water type of settings where it's up to the director to make the most out of it. Which fortunately is the case here, since you get plenty of real character development and a tight, innuendo-ridden dialogue that really gets under your skin. All this, together with the inspired camera work, contributes to the success of this tricky enterprise as a whole. Kudos to all the actors for going all the way with the provocative premise considering that it could have totally backfired in less confident hands. Everything amounts to a deliciously... Ugh, fuck, man. I hate it when people refer to anything you that, hate that, anything you? that isn't food. Don't call it delicious, you freak. What are you doing?
0: That's the second time we've had it happen. So we've got a delicious count of hate. two.
1: Ugh. Um... Everything amounts to a deliciously ripe slice of cinematic paranoia served with a side of cathartic humour that appropriately reflects the political times we are living in. And makes no mistake, this is a true horror film that refuses to pull any punches. If you thought that Peel was just going for the laughs and the cheap scares, you will get more than you bargained for. Get Out will shock you silly and will make you think. Then you will want to watch it again and try to figure out how he pulled the trick. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, what did you think of that? Hey, track? Dane. Yeah. Hey,
0: Dane. I I didn't mind that review, <laughs> to be perfectly honest. It was a bit verbose at points, but he kind of agrees with me.
1: Yeah. Hey, I, I... It's
0: a successful horror I film.
1: Also, I also... I think I completely agree. You know, just... It,
0: that's the first time you've said just that.
1: calm down.
0: Since we've done this.
1: Just settle down with your fucking... calling it delicious and stuff, right? Just chill So
0: it lost points for calling it delicious? A
1: deliciously rye slice of cinematic paranoia served with a side of cathartic humour. Get in the well. I'm closing the top. You're done. Okay. No one is ever going to hear from you again. You freak, you're a danger to society. Stop. <laughs> it was still
0: a good review. I agree with everything you said. It's a, it, it works as a horror film. It works as a comedy and mm. in, in its comic comedic elements. However, it does have that deeper metaphor that makes it a bit more than yep. just a horror film. So I, I don't I don't yep. disagree.
1: Yeah, I think I think the analogy sits on the surface, but it doesn't. Um it doesn't render the plot in and of itself useless. No, which I like. So it you know, it's a fine balance. And one thing I mainly agree with is that it's clearly so well thought out. Oh yeah. Um you know, that's the that's the main thing I took from this, how how well it's written. I do
0: agree with him it's, that in lesser hands really this could good. have sucked. Okay, shall we hear the worst?
1: So, um 1 out of 10 stars, It Sucked by B.M. Calderon 83383 in 2017. BM Calderon, Uh, Cauldron? Uh, maybe that's how you spell Calderon, As cauldron? in like a witch? Yeah, but I thought you spelled that with an O, but I have no idea. I'm a fucking stupid dumbass, so whatever. But this was just after <laughs> it came out. Um, so I'm guessing he yeah. saw this at the movies. And, uh, boy, didn't like it. Uh, it has, um, red text warning spoilers, but I mean, we, we already spoiled it. We always spoil it. Okay. This is a, this is a breakdown. No spoilers warning here, you know? Yeah. 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 You know, fuck spoilers. Um, this movie has the worst plot I've ever seen in a horror movie. It's that is first, that is a fucking Bold statement. Yeah. Because horror movies are notoriously the worst fucking shit. Derivative,
0: ever made. a lot of like, the time. Repetitive. Yeah,
1: like, what did. You know, I'm not going to really get into too much fucking angrily arguing with this. On the guy, first line. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, oh, fuck. <laughs> we have to end the podcast at some point. Um, it's right there with all the Jeepers Creepers movies, which. They're not bad.
0: They're made by a pedophile. And there's only two though. of them. What there's do you mean, three all of a the
1: Jeep is creepy? Oh, is there?
0: Yeah, a the third one came out.
1: Oh, okay. Well, I haven't gotten around to that masterpiece yet. Um, the fact that white people want to use black people for their own personal happiness is what really gets me. Okay. This is seriously the highlight of the move. Well, okay. So, what do you mean that's the highlight? I don't know. Okay. All right. All right. All right. Let's just okay. Maybe it'll solve itself later. Uh. Somehow all the all white people want to use black people for their bodies. Yeah. I mean, I wonder where he came up with that concept. Another form of slavery, go with a terrible, horrible film twist. Not only is this premise terrible overall, it's very unbelievable. But does that mean that he's going through every horror movie and reviewing it like this? Like, is he watching Freddy Krueger and being like... Oh, that's unbelievable. Um, yeah, I just I just don't believe that this could happen in the real world. So, one out of ten. I think 10. he's missing the point. <laughs> yeah, it's... Like, yeah. It's... You
0: know, <laughs> it's not a documentary. It's not bro. even it's worth a movie.
1: It. Yeah, <laughs> um, a skinny tall like oh, this is funny. A skinny tall, flat chested, slash no butt white woman seduces black men and takes them home to become her parents' experience. That's so fucking funny. Maybe that's what he means. Unbelievable is that it's unbelievable because this guy can't believe that a black dude would you know fall for a flat-chested no-butt white woman.
0: <laughs> I think this might be the most racist white person I was, I've ever heard. I ever. was
1: I was f- well especially on our our IMDB review readings definitely. But yeah, I was this, expecting this, this-
0: like really racist.
1: Yeah, cuz you always send to me these reviews and before you even sent this to me I had a, I had a very strong feeling that the one out of 10 review was going to be a racist guy. And I think, (laughs) yeah, I think we got him. Um, What's
0: sad is that it's the most upvoted negative review. So a lot of racists
1: agree. That should be pointed out is that Joe didn't send this to me because he knew it was a stupid racist. It's just the most upvoted negative review. So you
0: haven't read this, right? No, I, I screenshot them. I, I do sometimes filter out the ones that are Marxist manifestos, like the ones that are excessively long and verbose. Yeah. But this, in this case, this was the highest upvoted negative review. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Okay. All right. Let me continue. And somehow no one goes out to, Oh wait, hang on. Uh, skinny, bird just said woman, but then home to become her parents experiments. And okay. No, that's true. It's, just poorly written. Um, and somehow, no one goes out to look for their black family members. You don't have to fucking... No one cares. People just go missing after dating a white chick, and no one cares. Oh yeah, at the end of this movie, the black guy, someone, how, survives, and his friend comes to his rescue in a cop car. His friend wasn't even a police officer, he worked in an... El- the guy oh this is so annoying because
0: he turns up he, in an airport
1: security car he shows car, it though. and it, and and like it even fucking there's even a shot that highlights it that when he opens the door you see it's like written on the side of the car it says airport it says airport it's well established that this guy has that shit on him I, I forget what what is it the uh nsa nta something he he works for national i don't know nas and national airport terrorist think, right? something yeah, i'm trying to make it up yeah. right now but yeah it's like bro how did you miss that okay anyway um uh his friend wasn't even a police officer he worked in an airport yeah this movie is a complete, all capital letters, waste of time, exclamation mark. It sucks. Um, you know My what? My biggest I mean, issue with that review
0: yeah. is his statement about no one caring when people go missing and not being a thing.
1: Yeah.
0: He clearly doesn't know how many people go missing a year in America. Yeah, And what percentage of them are African-American.
1: Yeah. I think that, that it's a
0: lot, yeah. man. It's not, it's not uncommon.
1: Mm. Maybe Where, that's wherever the he one. Lives,
0: white picket fence bullshit mm. is he, this guy's a really sheltered man and it's a man. Let's be honest.
1: It's a white man. I think that we can put all our chips on that.
0: Yeah. Yeah. You know. Um, and and like I, he this guy actually gives me the creeps.
1: <laughs> yeah, but not even like I mean the other guy gave me the creeps the 10 out of 10 gave me the creeps because I felt like no, but he gave us a delicious review. Yeah uh, I felt like don't come on man <laughs> but I felt like the I felt like the 10 out of 10 guy was. A member of the like he would fit right in at the party you mm. know and in that in that shit um this guy i, feel I disagree like, really all right well you know what you have your beliefs and i have mine which are correct and yours are wrong but whatever that's cool we're allowed to we're allowed to be wrong sometimes <laughs> Um, I know. <laughs> no, maybe it's, you know, I think it's maybe just, I'm an overly paranoid guy. So you, you do, know, I, but, like
0: he, the guy was, the first guy was relatively articulate and see, and said everything we agreed with. The only thing you don't like is that he thought the film was delicious.
1: I thought it was verbose. I thought it was a pretty pompous review, but, it, but I, you know, I have to agree. I think the fact that he called it delicious if anyone calls something delicious and it's not food, um, I immediately want to You're kill out. them. I'm sorry, but I immediately want to kill them. That and, and, you know, not just for me, not just out of anger, but I'm saving humanity. Because mm. this, this motherfucker is going to do something horrible and he's got skeletons in the closet. You do not call anything delicious that is not... F- Food, but you know i won't i'm not gonna fucking bring (laughs) you know ruin the whole shit just go on a bit fucking tangent about that but but this second guy this second guy the second guy is is the second guy is like a is is like a basement dwelling trump supporter basically yeah like he, he he he's the kind of guy who didn't see black panther and
0: because he disagreed with it inherently
1: yeah and complains about it still and carries on about it still to this day okay i didn't see black panther and i have complained about it <laughs> but not for those reasons he com he likes all the other marvel movies i don't like the marvel movies he com- yeah, he he apples likes and oranges there he likes all the marvel movies but didn't see Black Panther and complains about it. He doesn't yeah. like. He doesn't like that shit. He you know? created ten
0: IMDb and Rotten Tomatoes accounts and review bombed the audience score.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. One of those people. Yeah, it's that guy, and he fucking hated this film because I, yeah. because I mean the, the and and I I think he's offended, and this is such a weird film to get offended by as like a. Um, like even if you're a white supremacist, it's a racist trap film. Though it's
0: a movie. It, like, if you get offended by it, then it's like a racist trap. You've you've
1: you've outed yeah. yourself. I think you have to be, like, okay. So this is a weird one because I think you have to be like almost an actual Nazi to get mm. offended by this. Because if you have say like uh, a movie where you know a black guy goes to a poor white neighborhood and just says, I want to kill white people and then shoots all the white people down. You have a right to be like, Hey, that's racist. But (laughs) in a movie where like these characters, I mean, especially in America, but in, in most Western societies, You have a situation where a lot of people who have, you know, enormous amounts of wealth, enough wealth to buy themselves comfortable, paid off land on a beautiful house where they're away from everything, there's a good chance that their family owned slaves. You know what I mean? I don't want to go into
0: that at
1: all yeah maybe we maybe we shouldn't go into that but the point i'm trying to (laughs) the the point i'm trying to get at (laughs) is that this is a film that goes against patriarchy yeah you know it's not so much about that these people are white it's more about that they are privileged and rich and in america especially but you know let's face it fucking every other western civilization the rich and privileged people are white because they come from an era of you know white colonialism yeah and that's more what it's about i mean for this guy who is clearly a dumb probably poor person because he's spelling sucks ass I corrected a lot of that in my head, but some of it I even fucking couldn't. Uh, it's like, you don't get it. And so maybe I feel a bit of a sympathy for him because he's, you know, clearly stupid. I,
0: I, I've noticed something um, and I'm becoming more and more aware of it as I spend more and more time on the internet.
1: Yeah. Oh, uh. that uh, dumb, dumb people aren't meant to be taken seriously and maybe meant to feel a bit sorry for?
0: No, like, um, it, it has to do with uh, their, like, civil liberty in regards to free speech, I think, outweighs rationality.
1: It's like a defending of the propaganda. Yeah, so this
0: guy watches Get Out and then feels a weird feeling in his stomach and then has to figure out why and then has to tell everyone because it's within his civil liberties
1: yeah yeah because he's fucking like you know yeah.
0: and that's and i've noticed that a lot and it's it really gets on my nerves because it just means that the like that's the most important thing to a lot of people but you could say like that this no, guy himself
1: is a victim of brainwashing or hypnotism sure re- relating sure, it back to the film <laughs> you know sure, he's a bit what, he's a bit what? like that guy I mean, you could imagine this dude with the one out of ten review. You're listening to him do the review, right? Like, I'm I'm listening to him do the review, and then I take a flash picture of him, and then he's like, "Get out, get out!" Because he's been so brainwashed by his white American propaganda oh my God. at this point that he's not even himself anymore. He's he's the fucking patriarch. I keep using the term patriarch, ah. honestly. I don't even know what that means, but I'm pretty sure it just means rich, elite white people. Oh, God,
0: it, it, it's a it's yeah, it's a word you shouldn't overuse.
1: <laughs> yeah, so it doesn't Quickly. lose its meaning. I didn't, I didn't want to say, I didn't want to say oligarch. Oh, that's worse. I don't think, I don't think that I don't. This family is are clearly not oligarchs, but they are. I think probably descendants of white colonialism i'm pr- like it's never stated mm. but that has to be insin- insinuated and and assumed cool um quickly i just wanted to have like ask you one last mm-hmm. question did you like the ending um you know what i didn't mind it um i was personally um like, first of all, I think the ending works and I do like it, but personally I would have preferred an ending that was a little bit more akin to being John Malkovich where he's, where he's trapped at the end. Okay. Because I like my horror films to end in I a
0: horrific would have way. I hated that. What?
1: So can I tell you what the
0: original ending was going to be?
1: Oh, okay. Yeah. Go ahead. I've. Or can you guess? Was the original ending meant to be a bit being jung Malkovich?
0: No. So the original ending was where he strangles, starts strangling her. And when he sees the sirens, it's the police. And he's arrested yeah. for murdering that whole family.
1: Okay. I thought that was what was going to happen.
0: Yeah. But then Jordan Peele felt that he, he kind of said, fuck that. He didn't want that to be the end of the story. Mm. And he thought that that was a bit heavy handed. Yeah. Um, He thought that he had kind of already established what he was trying to say. Yeah. Um, So he changed it to his friend saving him. And I think, I think I prefer the ending that is in the film. Mm -hmm. Um, The movie I think has a very good way of not being too overbearing with it. So... If it had that ending, I feel like it would have felt like a different film.
1: It doesn't end on a full happy ending. I mean, it doesn't end with him, like, everything's fine.
0: It's happy enough, though. Because, it's it, hopeful. yeah,
1: it's like he gets away and it is hopeful, but there's still this lingering feeling of, like, how are they going to explain this? Mm. Which which I think works. Um, yeah, I don't have a problem with the, with the ending. I mean, like... Um, i I was kind of hoping that it would end with him trapped because I would have hated that, yeah, but you know, I like my horror films to end on a horrific note and right. that it that it kind of it didn't but it didn't have a happy ending if it if it had have ended with him if it had have ended with um you know, police rocking up to the thing and then a news broadcast with a like Oh, these horrible people doing these horrible things. And then he's given a medal or some shit that would have, that would have fucking sucked. But of course, um, you know, it's all right. I mean, like, you know, it's, it's a bit similar to his handling of the, um, heavy handed exposition in that I personally would prefer that he went another way with it, but I think the way he handled it was very classy and I don't mind it at all. Yeah. Um so any closing thoughts before you give your fart rating? Um I'll give my closing thoughts and then I'll give my fart rating. Um I think that I think that if you're if if you're a fan of horror films, you should definitely check this one out. And even if you're not because I think most people aren't fans of horror films because of the gore. I know that that's my thing. I tend to avoid them because of like excessive gore and usually it's quite poorly made. This is a very well-made film and it, um, it utilizes creepiness and mystery to possibly like the, the, the best examples of it that you can see. I, I think that honestly, um, even though I gave it some criticisms for, um, slight, slight heavy-handed exposition and I didn't appreciate the, the, you know, the sound cues for the horrifying moments. Um, it's still a very enjoyable film and I've rented it for two days off of the PSN store and I definitely plan to watch it again before my fucking uh, 48 hour timer runs out, maybe even a third time. Um, I love this movie, one of the best horror films I've seen in a long time. I'm sad that I didn't watch it earlier. Um, I give it a 10 out of 10.
0: Ten farts out of ten? Yeah. Awesome. Um, yeah, I agree. Um, I think this is a great example of, you know, and people might like it or might not like it, but you have to agree that the director achieved what he tried what was he was attempting to achieve. Mm. Um for me, the biggest achievement of this film is its balance of horror and comedy. I know it sounds weird. It's not, it's not that they're linked, like there are horror comedies like say Evil Dead and such this film somehow gets the balance in a way that the horrific isn't too affected by the comedy. And and that balancing act to me is incredibly impressive. Yeah. And, um, you know, filmmaking, I honestly, all the ingredients I love, I I do think my one criticism would be maybe somehow make it a bit more subtle at the beginning. But other than that, yeah. 10 farts out of 10. Hmm this is cool. uh well, um, you know
1: what joe when films well, are good they're the best and this was a fucking good one are. brother i liked it
0: it is anyway um thank you for listening um join us on friday for the follow-up episode which is for his next film us thank you for listening and uh talk to you soon bye-bye. Bye bye-bye